Welcome to the number one show and the source of truth for all things medtech. Here, we reveal the secrets and stories behind the investments, science, and commercialization of the medtech industry. Every week, we'll take you on a wild ride with the biggest names in the game, from entrepreneurs and investors who are shaking up the market, to healthcare providers who are revolutionizing the way we think and practice medicine. So hold on tight and get ready for a journey like no other. This is the State of MedTech. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. And uh, today's solo pod is gonna be focused on specifically my approach on how do you sell on LinkedIn. Um, I don't know what took so long, but you know, I've, I've had my course out. I've been talking about this for many, many years, including last year. And just recently on the channel, it looks like you guys are finally starting to get it because I've been getting a lot of questions um, just on LinkedIn itself. And so this is what this episode is gonna be uh, covering. Now, I've got a couple of resources for you guys to help you with this. So number one, um, you can check the show notes below and click that link and you'll get into my program, which again, if you're, if you want to level up in your career, you want to really put yourself in a position to grow a med device, maybe get into software and everything. Like you need to learn, uh, how to sell, uh, effectively through social media and specifically LinkedIn. So my program was, I think at its peak $3,500, I've reduced that cost now because I want to make it more affordable for people. So you only get, have to pay $19.97. You know, you join the whole, whole program, you go, it's self-paced, you can watch the videos as many times as you want. We cover LinkedIn, we cover persuasion, psychology, how to sell through email, a lot of things. And as you've probably seen from the people who come out of my program, they're doing really well in their career. On average, what I've noticed is that within about nine to 12 months of joining, a lot of people get promoted or they change jobs because they've just become a hot commodity, right? And you join a private group in there as well as you know live coaching calls. So if you're serious about this, like 1997 is not a lot to ask. You know, use a credit card. You can pay that off in a couple of months, you know. Um, so you can do that or go to my website, katibandco.com. Click the webinar section. You, there's a, only one webinar up there. Watch that in, in there. That's another discount ring. Again, you'll still, still be able to get the course for 1997. That's number one. Number two, to help you guys start um, posting so you can schedule posts, you know, get engagement and everything. I have a software company called Omni Creator. So I have a invite code for you guys because it's invite only right now go to omnicreator.club okay and use the code omnipost o-m-n-i-p-o-s-t so omnicreator.club uses the code omnipost and then finally um go check out alpha sophia as i mentioned before alpha sophia is an amazing database where it'll show you a procedure volume uh, from physicians, uh, the societies they're in, their social media handles. It's it's an amazing database. You get three free searches with them by going to alphasophia.com forward slash Omar. Okay, and take care, take advantage of that. So now let's get into this topic about selling through social media and LinkedIn and really sort of a larger picture of how you need to think about this. So if I was talking to you guys as much as you respect me and 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 admire my opinion on things. If I told you to go buy a product, what would you do? Many of you might just go buy it, but more often than not, you'll probably go and look it up, right? 
and you might look it up on Google or anything, you just go look it up on Amazon. So let me give you an example of something I needed to look up. I needed to buy a $9, uh, it was a $9 decision essentially, but I needed to look up a lint roller. So I look it up on Amazon, okay? There's thousands of choices. And so I pick one based on the photo I see, the amount of reviews I, I see, and then the title of it. Okay, it's a $9 thing. So once I'm on that Amazon landing page, I see a lot of reviews, I see videos, content. If I go deeper in the in the uh, Amazon listing or that this lint roller page, uh, there are like more videos, details, everything. This is to make a $9 decision, okay? Why am I telling you about this? The reason why I'm telling you about this is because the human mind has not evolved in thousands of years, okay? And it's not going to, meaning that it was never evolved to understand that there's the digital world and the physical world. And those things for the human mind are the same thing, right? Similarly, as a consumer, there's no such thing as, oh, I turn on my consumer brain versus when I'm like in, in business, right? It's all the same brain. So the reason why I say that is that if the average consumer or person in the United States is being conditioned like this as a consumer, they also are being conditioned indirectly and adjacently as a B2B buyer. Meaning that whether it's a surgeon, a nurse, a hospital administrator, whoever it might be, when you try and go outbound and try and book time with them, book a meeting, if it's not just a flat out no, if they even consider it, they're going to look you up. They're gonna Google you, or they're probably just gonna look you straight up on LinkedIn, right? And so why should you invest time on LinkedIn, say, compared to other platforms? One is that if you didn't know this, LinkedIn was acquired by Microsoft back in, I think, 20, uh, 2016 for $26.2 billion. That is a lot of money, but let me put that amount of money into context, okay? This is Microsoft's second largest acquisition. Their first was um, Activision Blizzard, which they acquired for about $62 billion. That's a gaming company. Then it was LinkedIn. And then the third largest acquisition they made was $5 billion less. Sleep? So put a lot of money into LinkedIn. Why? The reason why is that Microsoft is trying to be the world's leading professional cloud company to sell services like Microsoft Excel, Teams, all these other uh, SaaS products. And then they're pairing that with the world's leading professional network, which is LinkedIn, meaning that it's being integrated with everything. And it's only gonna become more valuable right? It's still, believe it or not, kind of early days for LinkedIn, which is why you should take advantage of it. Let me give you an example of how you should think about this. Back in 2006, Google made an acquisition, which in my opinion was the biggest, like the, the greatest acquisition of, of all time based on the acquisition they made and the amount of money. So back in 2006, Google paid $1.65 billion for YouTube. And when that happened, people thought, oh, YouTube, the, the home movie channel, right? The do-it-yourself video channel, right? Little did people think like, oh, this is going to be TV. It, and for the people who made millions of dollars later on, a lot of them were gamers because just threw up their videos. LinkedIn, I don't know if it's going to have the same impact as, as YouTube, but on the professional world, you better believe it'll be that high, right? It's going to be very, very high. And so the way you need to think about this is... Getting on LinkedIn now and using it to sell and market is not only important for your pipeline, but it is also for your professional career, okay? The mistake that people make is that they wait to do these things when they are trying to switch jobs or they're unemployed. At that point, it's already too late. And so this is an asset that you have to build, okay? So aside from the fact that 
more and more physicians are spending time on LinkedIn. They're using LinkedIn, et cetera. What I don't want to hear from you guys is like, oh, well, I looked and my, my customers aren't on there. They are. You're just not using the platform well enough. And believe me, the reason why I say this is that I would not have started a company focused on this if I did not see the opportunity, right? The data shows it. And let's just pretend for a fact, for just a second, let's just say you're in some weird area where like none of your customers are on LinkedIn. So why would you use LinkedIn? Because you need to develop your professional profile on there. Okay, this is the only way that you're going to get connected with people and leverage your career. So as an example, over the years, I got connected to a lot of venture capitalists. I'm not raising money. I never was raising money when I was employed, but I knew that that would be a valuable connection to have. So people like Antoine Papernick, who's got $3 billion under management, right? Those are important connections to have. And because they've been connected with me on LinkedIn, they see my content, it becomes a lot easier for me to reach out and, you know, for example, get advice from them, have them on my show. In some cases, I want to invest in certain companies, right? You have no idea what these platforms are going to do for your career, and it can change your life if you let it. The great part is that I th I'd say maybe 25, 30% of the people who join my program have had like huge changes in their career in terms of the amount of money they ended up making, the, the shifts they made. And I only say that number because those are the people who actually reported back to me, right? You know, and so that's the way you need to think about it. Now, what makes LinkedIn so unique? Part of the reason why LinkedIn is so unique is that, and this is why actually it ranks high on Google. This is another reason why a lot of physicians started creating LinkedIn profiles um, indirectly. They, they don't know this, but LinkedIn is ranked high by Google because of security and trust. So compared to Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, let's look at Facebook and Instagram. There's a lot of fake accounts on there, a lot of fake profiles. Facebook as a publicly traded company is incentivized for that because it, they don't want to take, you know, if they take down those fake profiles, it kind of deflates their numbers of number of active users, right? And there's no incentive for LinkedIn. LinkedIn is no longer public. It's a private company under Microsoft, which is public, but LinkedIn actively deletes fake accounts and inactive accounts. And I've seen this in my own data because using OmniCreator, OmniCreator, we give you a lot of data, data tables. One of the data sets that we show is like your, your number of, of users who follow you. And we notice this in OmniCreator because I would notice that every month, my, you, you know, like every other month or so, the number of followers I had would drop by like 50 or something. The reason why, and more, I think there was one month that, got, that was like 200, they did like a batch. The reason why is because LinkedIn does that. Plus, because LinkedIn is a overall like a very positive environment and educational, there's not like a dumpster fire going on like like uh, like Twitter. That's also the reason why it ranks so high. And a lot of really big names, both celebrities and in the business world, they're starting to use LinkedIn because they realize the legitimacy of it. So like Odell Beckham Jr., even Snoop Dogg, for God's sake, is now on LinkedIn. He's actually considered a top voice, all right, which is pretty wild. Okay. And so that's, those are some key reasons as to why you should do that. Okay. Now, in order to leverage LinkedIn, there are four things you have to do to actually grow. Okay. Number one, you have to create a very persuasive profile. Again, shameless plug, but this is why I created my course. The mini course I have on, on LinkedIn profile is okay. But what you, most of you guys need is to go through my deeper course. There's about 50 or 60 videos, about five to six minutes long. Um, this is a skill set, right? This is not like a surface level thing to do, right? And there's a reason why, like, especially if you want to go into SaaS sales, you have to be good about leveraging and knowing how to sell digitally, okay? 
So that's number one. The second thing is to actually engage and post content. You can't just create this great page and just sit back, right? You have to post content and a lot of the content that you create, it should not just be what's called bottom of the funnel. Okay. So if you, if you think about it, I want you to think about a funnel in your mind. Okay. So when you get close to the bottom of the funnel, the funnel gets smaller, right? So only a, few, a certain amount of volume goes through there. Most people focus on that part of the funnel when it comes to creating content, meaning they just post things related to their company and their product. But over time, it becomes very easy to ignore those things. What you want is more top of funnel because you go up to the top of a funnel, becomes larger, right? Which means more people can enter it. So the way that you think about top of funnel content is things like leadership content, you know, sharing your thoughts on an article. You know, for me, I did book reviews and everything because these things capture attention. And when you make a practice of every week saying, okay, what kind of content can I post on LinkedIn that's going to get the attention of my prospects, let's say doctors and hospital administrators, at the same time, position me to to other companies or internally within my company as a, you know, as a thought leader, as somebody who has some, uh, something to say, right? Because a lot of times what you don't want to do when it comes to your career is wait for an interview to demonstrate your value, right? A loser's game is literally just coming up with a resume and then sending it off to people and hoping that somebody's going to read it, right? Most of the time that even doesn't pass muster because most companies, even startups, they have parameters set up where you can get disqualified just because like if they say we want two and a half years of experience but you have 2.3 years of experience in a certain role they're not you're never going to see your resume so the most important asset that you can put time into developing is your linkedin profile this will open open up doors not only in terms of your career but again um many of you you don't have to be an entrepreneur in my case when i was a rep i leveraged linkedin so i can start doing consulting on the side Right, and I started becoming a uh, an advisor to d different companies like GuidePoint and um, Third Bridge, where you know during a lunch break or on a day that was a home office day for me, I would get on for an hour and do like a co consult. For example, if they were doing something on robotics or whatever the project was, and I get paid four or five hundred bucks for that. Right, so this is how I want you to think about LinkedIn. Now, in terms of the content you should post, uh, one thing that I say is. In terms of what your company has, in terms of content, take what's on the company page. Let's say it's a photo of a product or a video or something. Don't reshare it because resharing company posts does nothing, right? If you think about it from a LinkedIn standpoint, when they post, uh, when when a company posts something, LinkedIn wants that company to pay money for that to reach more people. And so LinkedIn knows when employees are resharing content, it's okay to do it, but it's not going to give you reach. What you want to do is take that content. Either, either screenshot the photo or download the video and then just use the already approved language they use in that post and maybe add some hashtags and post yourself. But outside of that, think about things that you're interested in. For me, I was really interested in books. And so every week I would do a book review. I, I would do a video on one. You don't have to use video like, for example, Glenda, Glenda uh, Vendela Martin does a lot of great content on rep life and then uh, OBGYN clinical content, okay? And you have to spend time doing this. Again, go to omnicreator.club, use the code OmniPost, okay? And aside from watching the video, which will teach you how to use the platform, we have ChatGPT integrated into it. So you can use ChatGPT to help you create content, okay? Now, part of the reason why you wanna create content that's, let's say, non-branded, okay? Not related to the company, not related to your product, just things that are interesting is because the key, the name of the game here, no matter what it is, whether you're selling medical devices or software or anything is 
Number one, how do you get attention? You have to learn how to get attention because if you cannot get attention, you cannot persuade. Once you get attention, how do you channel that attention towards a vehicle such as a product or service? And that's the part that involves persuasion, okay? And then the third part is how do you do this repeatedly over time? Because a lot of times you can't, you know, it's very difficult to get attention for the first time and channel it into, let's say, a meeting, purchase of a product or anything else. You have to learn how do you sustain that over time so that depending on the person who's who you're trying to get attention from, let's say it's a surgeon, you know, you want to be able to sustain that attention over time and then convert it at some point later on, because not everybody converts immediately. Think about yourself when it comes to, let's say, a product you wanted to buy. It wasn't usually the first ad on Instagram or post that gets you to buy. Usually it's over time and then they catch you on the right day where you are in the um, desired state to purchase a product. So just like surgeons, a lot of times a surgeon may want to be interested in your product, but you, you don't get them on the right day. So the idea is how do you stay in front of that person over a sustained period of time? And then with the right follow-up, you're able to convert them over. Okay. At the end of the day, when you think about sales, as I always mention, um, sales, you know, sales and, and, and business can be divided in three, three, three things. Okay. At the very top, it's a result you're trying to get, let's say $10 million in revenue within the quarter. Okay. So that's the result below that you have an objective get 50 meetings, get 20 deals with, you know, qualified deals in pipeline. And of those 20 deals, let's say, um, convert uh, 20% of them. So you, you end up converting five, right? But below that is the activity. That is at the end of the day, this is probably the most valuable advice I can give is that you, the only thing that you can control is your activity, right? What do you do on a daily basis? So that includes your outreach, content you create, engagements, etc. Right. And the best salespeople are usually very disciplined in terms of repeating successful actions, right? I call them revenue generating actions, right? And that's the key really to business, whether you're an entrepreneur or a salesperson is to figure out what are the key activities to do on a daily basis and rinse, wash, repeat, rinse, wash, repeat, rinse, wash, repeat. And that's when you finally break through and get more deals. That's when you start figuring out how to manage pipeline and accelerate deals through pipeline, so on and so forth. But again, this is why, again, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm, you know, encouraging you guys, like get into my program, get in my program so I can help you so I can work with you so I can coach you. Okay. Because otherwise, all you're going to end up doing is just working harder and harder and harder. And if you haven't figured it by, figured this out by now, let me like ruin it for you. Working harder and getting results is not enough to move up in the ladder of, of life. You know, it's not enough to make more money. It, it's, it's more than that. I wish it was that simple. When I was younger, I thought that, hey, as long as I just work really hard and I get results, um, that's going to be enough for me to move up in my career. And then I learned the real way on how things work. Okay. So with that being said, think about what I just said. And I, and I would recommend like the first place I want you guys to start, go and join my program. Again, check the show notes below click that link, you're going to get the course for like 40 or 50% off, right? Pretty reasonable. You're going to be in a private group with a lot of other reps, CEOs, VPs. That's been a great place of networking for people, not only to get jobs, but to get mentorship. And we have weekly calls every week, you know, so you're able to jump on those calls and ask me for help. Um, and then beyond that, start using OmniCreator, the software I told you guys about. Again, go to omnicreator.club use the code Omnipost and start getting in a habit of figuring out, okay, like how do I just find content and schedule it out? And so that way you're not having to do this every single day. You can just 
schedule one day a week to sit down and create the content and schedule it. So hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're watching this on YouTube or Spotify, scroll down and leave a comment for me in the show notes below. Let me know what you thought about this episode and if you want to hear more on this topic. So with that being said, I will uh, see you all later. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. And don't forget, give the show five stars and write a review. See you later, everybody. Thank you for enjoying another epic episode of The State of MedTech. If you're feeling inspired and love this episode, do us a favor, hit that subscribe button and turn notifications on so you never miss an episode. And be sure to give us five stars and write a short review because that helps more people discover this amazing community of ours. If you're a company who has a executive that you'd like to be on the show or perhaps you want to sponsor one of the episodes, shoot us an email at hello at Take care and see you next time.